0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Point of Hope podcast. My name is Steve, and this broadcast is brought to you by the Point of Hope Apostolic Church in Indianapolis, Indiana, where brighter days begin. In today's episode, we are going to look at the big lie of Sennacherib, and leading our study today is the senior minister at Point of Hope, Mr. Stephen Gossage. Pastor, welcome. Welcome. What can you teach us today?
1: Well, I'm not sure. I'll try to tell you what has been on my mind over the last few days. The big lie of Sennacherib. So, uh, again, we are continuing our format on, uh, and I hope you like that, listener. We are doing more of a conversational kind of thing as opposed to me just teaching outright. So, again, our goal is for you to think about what we're saying, form an opinion, Maybe respond back by sending us an email and uh, put your two cents in, as it were. Uh, But by and large, this is a conversation about some things that maybe just caught my attention in scripture reading and or prayer or, you know, those kinds of things. So the big lie of Sennacherib. Sennacherib was a not a good fellow. No, no, not a good (laughs) fellow. He was a Syrian an Assyrian ruler, A-S-S-Y-R-I-A-N, Assyrian, not Syrian. Assyrian ruler uh, during the time of King Hezekiah, who was a righteous king in Judah. Sennacherib was the, we were doing some, um, a little bit of, Research,
0: yeah. Would you call it? Yeah, definitely looking at just some of the historical some things of the surrounding his life. Yeah, yeah.
1: before for, before the podcast and just going into who he was. I mean, I kind of
0: like to plant these people somewhere on the map. That's you historically know, speaking. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I
1: mean, it's Iraq. We're looking at Iraq, you know. And right. I mean, certainly. So he was in, in the lineage we we determined just by our reading, and it's not just by Wikipedia, by the way. It was uh, through other sources, <laughs> but it appears that he was. Uh, the son or grandson of Sargon the Great, which is uh, a very notable historical figure in that time frame. But Sennacherib had inherited the Assyrian Empire at that time. And what he was doing, he continued to uh, roll through the map, as it were. And he came to Judah, the country, the nation of Judah, And he sieged it. And what his military tactic was, his chief military tactic, was that he liked to surround or siege a town, a capital city. And what he would do, he would wait them out. He would cut off all of their water supply. He would cut off their food supply. Attrition. By attrition. It was a war of attrition. And basically, he would taunt them from the outside in. And Sennacherib had was doing the same thing in chapter 32 of Second Chronicles. It's found in the complete chapter. And again, Sennacherib was not a good man. He was a, a heathen king, did not believe in Yahweh, Jehovah, did not believe in all of that. And he had come unto Israel, Judah, which was the northern kingdom, and was surrounding the capital cities and he was surrounding the city that Hezekiah was. And the big lie of Sennacherib of what we're talking about here, while he was cutting off the water supply and what he was cutting off with regards to the food supply and he was making these people begin to starve, I want to stop before I go into it. I want to give you the spiritual application and how we can apply it today. Sennacherib is a type of the devil. Hezekiah and the people of God in Judah are the type of the saints of God. And Yahweh is Yahweh. There's no type there. He's God, (laughs) all right? So here it is. The enemy had surrounded the people of God or you, saint of God. The enemy sometimes feels like he's completely surrounded us. He's cut off our water supply. Mm -hmm. What is water a type of spirit? Seems like sometimes we don't feel God like we want to. Sometimes Cuts off the food supply, Sennacherib did. And what's our food? What's the word of God? It's our daily bread. And so Sennacherib, as far as the application, is the enemy. And he only attacks us when we're not, we're not as strong, but when we're at our weakest state. And that was what was happening in the northern kingdom at this time. Hezekiah and Judah was not very strong at this point. Not militarily, certainly not strategically, and and certainly not spiritually. Right. So Sennacherib came at this time when they were at their lowest point. And doesn't that seem like that's when the enemy sieges us? He yeah, surrounds he us. Yep. And basically he had surrounded Hezekiah. And what the devil was doing in our lives. What he's Sennacherib's doing there? Does the devil do in our lives today? He lies, because the big life Sennacherib in what the in First Chronicles chapter thirty-two is that he was tempting the people. Sennacherib, this was his M.O., his modus operandi, that he would taunt the people while they're not having any water, any spiritual move, any 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 being fed by the the word, taunting them, saying, if you'll just come out and join this team, I won't kill you, and you can be a part of the Assyrian Empire. And I'll feed you. And I'll feed you. What I want you to eat. <laughs> you got it. Now you're picking <laughs> up what I'm putting down. And I will be your king and what he was doing is that he was tempting them. And that's what the devil does when we're at our weakest. He surrounds us. And another thing what he what Sennacherib was doing is that he was telling them that your king can't protect you. Mm, Number 1, doubt. Hezekiah can't protect you, yeah. but Sennacherib can protect you. Two, he was saying I, Sennacherib, am your God. Your God can't, your Yahweh cannot protect you. Is he protecting you now? Yeah, because I'm As surrounding I can, you. Yeah. But I am. So here's the big lie. Here, uh, The easy receive here. Sennacherib is the devil, and he surrounds us, and he cuts off, or it feels like he has a part. He doesn't. But we haven't felt God like we've wanted to. We haven't felt like we've got a word from God. Haven't been haven't been uh, fed. We haven't uh, been satiated by some water. We, we're at our weakest point, And here we are. We're wondering where God is. And here the devil comes by. Sennacherib comes by. And he basically says, I'm your God. I can protect you. Your king can't protect you. I, I, Sennacherib. And the big lie of Sennacherib is just all of that, is that he is the devil, he's not God. And our low points, when we're being surrounded or feeling like we have no hope, hang on because we've got a God that is about ready to move on our behalf. Now, I don't know if that's making any sense, but here's what's going on. What happens is that later Hezekiah and the people began to pray, and without going into great detail, I'm just going to say this. Sennacherib ends up turning and turning tail and running. Sennacherib, when he was sieging them and telling them, he says, Who do you trust? Who's in there to abide while I siege Jerusalem? Sure. Hezekiah persuades you to give yourself to, over to die by famine, by thirst. But I'm telling you, if you just come on the right side. The Bible says that they, while they were speaking more against the Lord God and against the servant Hezekiah, and he was writing letters and sending them in there, Hezekiah the king and the prophet Isaiah prayed and cried to heaven. And verse 21 of that chapter of 32 says, And the Lord sent an angel, which cut off all the mighty men of valor and the leaders and the captains in the camp of the king of Assyria. So he returned with shame of face to his own land. And when he was come into the house of his God, they that came forth by his own bowels, his children, Mm -hmm. slew him there with the sword. Thus the Lord saved Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem from the hand of Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, and from the hand of all other, and guided them on every side. So what am I saying? If you can hold out and trust in the right voice and into the right God, the big lie of Sennacherib is all going to fall like a house of cards. Because what God will do when you will pray, when the prophet in your life will pray, your pastor will pray with you, God hears. The Bible says he sits high, but he looks low. His ear is not heavy heavy that it cannot hear, neither is his arm short that it cannot save. If we will just hold on to keep going to his unchanging hand, when we're surrounded, when we don't f- haven't felt God like we know we 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 want to or we should have, or whether we've heard a word of God that has encouraged us and fed us in our process, if we'll just hold on and pray, watch what God does. Yeah. He'll send supernatural help mm. to change the, f- and that's what ha- This is what happened to Sennacherib. He made him shamed.
0: He shamed him. <laughs> I mean, so we're talking about he he sent an angel down, and that angel went through that camp just chopping those people down, right? I mean, he just wholesale chop, chop, chop. Well, it, it doesn't say it's specifically that thing, but whatever it
1: was, he moved through the it camp, was enough that he moved. He, yeah, he did something that caused him to go home with mud on his face, egg in his eye. And they killed him for it. That's
0: right. And they said, what are you? You lost to those people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they were a pretty mighty empire. At the well, time. remember, they were
1: 50 and 0 or whatever it yeah. was, <laughs> and they lost one. That's enough to where. You, that's. I, what about this story? A parallel companion story about. I believe his name was Hananiah, I believe, and he had set up some gallows for mm. uh, Esther. Oh, and, yeah. And. Um, Of course, I said I'm going to forget uh, her uncle's name, Lord. Anyways, I'll blame sickness. That's what's going on. I can't remember. But uh, the very thing that he was setting up against the Jews, he turned around and had an eye hung on the tree. So whatever, here's the point, that whatever the enemy is trying to do to you, God will flip it on him and it will happen to him so in other words stay faithful stay trusting in god stay even when things aren't going right the worst time to quit on something is when things are not going right Man. the best stories when you hear in life about an entrepreneur that says even though we were losing money we were i just
0: believed in this idea and i you know
1: just planted my feet and and Went after it and those are the stories because usually that's when the
0: the happening always is on an uptick. Yeah. An those uprise. are the feel good stories we like. The perseverance. Right. You know? Because I don't think there's any amount of praying, fasting that you can do that will guarantee you're never gonna have the devil bring his army to your door. Right. You know, but you can certainly put yourself in a position to where, you know, you can endure until God decides to, to help help you break the siege, right?
1: Right, if you're a believer,
0: let let's just
1: let's call it what it is. Number one, there are going to be days that you're not going to be filled up, ready to go. You're just not going to be the best day, yeah. or the best week, or the best month, and we go through it. The Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. This is life. Mm-hmm. We go through it, even as believers. And the difference is between a believer and a non-believer in these kinds of cases is that we have hope, the non-believer doesn't. We have a way of escape. We have help, we have we have God. We have God outside of us and then residing inside of us if we're filled with the Holy Ghost. But by and large, the point is we're going to have these kinds of times. Yeah. And the enemy is always more prevalent, more closer to our vision than when he ever is when we're weak. Yeah. When we haven't felt God haven't had a drink of water, when we haven't put ourselves and meshed ourselves in the Word of God, we're hungry, we're starving, we need a word, that's when the big lie of rib can really take hold. I wonder what those people were thinking. You know, when you don't have that, you're weak. That's hard. You're physically weak. What do they say when you're actually, literally starving? You can't make the right judgment sometimes. Yeah. And these people were starving. They people were struggling spiritually too. And they were probably thinking about switching teams, but they held on. So if we learn how to pray and we learn how to we know where we're going with regards to who saves us, which is God, Jesus alone. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We don't have to worry about the big lie of Sennacherib. It's a lie. That's what it is. That's why if we've ever been lied to, which we have, we've lied yeah. and we've been lied to. Yeah. What's that feeling after you find out you've been lied to? It's just that feeling of emptiness. It is
0: one of the worst, actually.
1: Right? Why There's did Why such did a, I listen to yes, that?
0: I can't. And followed by I can't believe I let myself be influenced. That's by it. That.
1: That's it. It's a It's a loss. It's that I knew you, better. Yeah, and sometimes with lies, it causes you. As I was just saying, it causes you to have a loss. Yeah, not only not only in your psyche and your spirit, but maybe even physically and literally, you have made an investment in a lie, in a whatever level you're 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 hearing me as, yeah. and it cost you. It would have cost them people spiritually if they would have listened to the
0: big lie of Sennacherib. Mm. And there's probably there's not a greater cost than that. You know? Yeah, so it's it's vitally
1: spiritually incumbent upon us that we listen to the voice of God and hold on, stand strong.
0: Uh, and prepare. Do do what you should be doing. You know, right? Read, read your Bible. Right. Fast. Right. Go to church and be with the brethren. Pray together. You know, we're yes. stronger when our voices are are echoed and amplified. Yeah. Uh, get some people in your life praying for you. Right, you know, I have a hard time asking for prayer for me. I'll ask for my wife. I'll ask for my kids. Me too. And even, even we had that prayer service on Tuesday, and I was back. We were all in there, but I was back there with Olivia, and I, I told her we're going to pray. We're going to pray for everybody in the family. Mm -hmm. And she gets real uncomfortable when it's her. You know, when she hears me praying for her. But we didn't get to me until the very end. Sure. And I started with, "Oh God," and, and, and do all that other stuff first. Right. But if you have just a little bit left, so yeah, we got to get ready because Jesus is coming. Absolutely, you know, Sennacherib's a lot closer to the walls than we think he is. Absolutely, and, and the lures, those those calls from the other side, are strong right. because they're in the form of um, worldly success, their financial gains. they don't just think that you're going to look out and you're going to see. Uh, a catapult or a, a firearm, right. you're lured away from your salvation by, by things that aren't even remotely close to that. Right. Because it doesn't take a gun for uh, someone as fragile-minded as us to, to change our plan. Right.
1: And as I mentioned, why I didn't go into too de- uh, detail about that, what he was talking about, the three lies, really could have been the three lies of Sennacherib. Yeah. He was talking about the lie about Hezekiah He said he's not good enough. Um, Your leader, and the type I would want to put in there, your pastor, is not good enough. Your God, Yahweh, is not good enough. And your location is not good enough. This is the three things that I see that people struggle with. And here's what I mean. Number one, some people, they... The devil will lie to them about the validity of their pastor and what truth he's telling that's true,
0: and it'll make them slow to to accept accept the the message mm-hmm. uh, and slow to change as a result
1: right. right and they'll see the man as a man as opposed they don't see the office of pastor
0: and they don't understand anointing at that point
1: either absolutely yeah the second thing is that certainly not in this order but He'll attack your God. Your God don't love you. What happens when people are listening to the lie of the devil? They begin to th- see their own self-worth in terms of of relationships that are cultivated or not cultivated in that case. I, nobody loves me. Yeah, God, God, does, God, God
0: doesn't, doesn't love, love me. You. you know what you never hear, though? Hey, Allah doesn't love you. Hey, Buddha doesn't love you. <laughs> right. Hey, Vishnu, Krishnu, whatever, they don't love you. You never hear that. Right. It's always just the one that. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> hello.
1: Yeah. Hello. Hello. Wake up. And then finally, your location. Are you sure you're in the right church? Are you sure you're in the right spiritual position? Are you sure you're in the right team? And that's why I hear people tell me all the time, you know, I'm going to serve God, but right now I'm going through th- some things i got to really take care of. And. And they leave, and then they never come back. Some do, and, and they'll yeah. always come back with that feeling, as I said, I've been lied to. There's a lot of... Uh, it's been spiritually lied to. There's a lot of, if
0: this, then that. Oh, yes. It's all over the place. Well, I'll come to church when I can do this. Right. I'll, I'll be there Thursday night once I'm able to do this. Right, And if you would just maybe put that stuff aside and come and do what God wants you to do first, you might be amazed at what happens. Right, and that's this thing that we say all the time.
1: I, I'm Listen, I'm going to become a parent when I have all this taken care of, as if you're going to learn something. Yeah, when you're, I'm
0: finally ready. When I'm finally ready. <laughs> you're never ready. I have five children. I've not been ready for any of them. <laughs> Are you even ready today? I am not. No. Because doubt is a powerful thing. It's right. what creates those cracks in our defenses. It's the lie of Sennacherib. And that's where they get
1: in. And he'll tell he'll tell that person that, you know, if you handle this first, then you can you can go back inside the city walls. Yep. But right
0: now you deserve to be on this side. And it's a big lie. It's just it a is. big, big lie. Straight from the devil's mouth. Through their his various tools. You know the devil has a lot of a lot of tools he uses too. Yes so, he does. But doubt, you know, I don't we did a podcast recently about the the garden and Eve and the, those first lies, those first doubts. Oh yes. So I mean this is all from there's nothing new under the sun. No. You know, and we keep getting duped because of these fleshly eyes and this stupid heart and don't follow your heart, people. Right. Don't do <laughs> Yeah, right. Your heart will lie to you.
1: That's why the old testament <laughs> is very powerful. I mean, because the same things that he did then we can apply and bring it to our attention today. And that's what happened in Second Chronicles 32, what we read about. Sennacherib, was a, he's a liar. He's built on lies. And he wants to attack your leadership. He wants to attack your position in God. And then he wants to attack your God. Yep.
0: And that's the ultimate prize, right?
1: And all of that was designed to sow seeds of doubt in all three of those things. Am I in the right place? Am I following the right person? Am I serving the right God?
0: Good, good.
1: That's a study. lie. You big liar. Big lie
0: <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have for this episode today. Rebuke him in, in Jesus' name. Sennacherib's lies. <laughs> oh, I pray this was a blessing for you and that you'll join us as we continue to study God's Word. You can find this and all of our episodes at pohpodcast.com along with links to your favorite streaming platforms or search for Point of Hope Podcast on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe and enable notifications so you won't miss a single episode. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please email them to pohcontent at gmail.com, and we will respond as we are able. Thank you, Pastor, for leading us today, and thank you all for listening. Don't listen to that lie. Got to clip those voices out. Turn it off faster than a Taylor Swift song. done yeah i'm not even gonna apologize for that her and dr pfizer can go do whatever they want to do all right sorry gentle listener I, i we don't edit so you're gonna hear that um but yeah if anybody has a problem or wants to hear what we think about taylor swift go ahead and send an email in i dare even one of you Any one person will send an email to POHcontent at Gmail and ask what I'm talking about with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. We'll do a whole episode on it, and you'll be blown away at the truth of what she's doing. So there. there you go.